0: All right, Sidious Mag live, day five at the World Athletics Championships, presented by ASICS. And we are joined by a very special guest. Someone I've been trying to get on this podcast for the longest time. Nearly had to go all the way to Grenada to do it, but instead I had to travel all the way to Budapest to make it happen. Uh, We've got 2021 Olympic Silver Medalist, 2022 World Champion in the 100 meters. I can't forget the 2019. World Championship bronze medalist. We're in the presence of, as he puts it, every day on Twitter, greatness. Fred Curley, welcome to the show. How's uh, How's Budapest been?
1: Uh, Budapest's been um, treating me well, so I'm blessed to be here, and every day is a
0: blessing. This year, you've been traveling a lot. Like I think when we were looking at the results, is sort of like you're one of those guys who's like one race is like in most of the continents for you. I guess like how much of that part of the job is it just kind of the one of your favorite parts? You get to see all these awesome places, and you were in Japan for a bit too.
1: Yeah, I feel like this year was more exploring um, my brand and that's just my name, and going everywhere to to show showcase my talent around the world for a brighter future for myself.
2: Are you a good flyer? Like. Do you sleep on planes well? I sleep on
1: planes pretty good if you're in front of a plane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, do we have loyalty to one airline for all these miles, or are we going to whoever's I got, cheapest? I got
0: um, airline miles on all the airlines,
2: <laughs>
0: But if there's one out there that wants a sponsor, he's all ears. So, Fred, I guess for you uh, – just talking about that this year it's just been a lot busy with a lot of new sponsorship obligations you've got the nice watch you've got the sunglasses on the track you've got the fresh asics uh, kit and awesome spikes uh this time on the track but a lot of this comes as a consequence of one the silver medal at the olympics but then on top of that then the gold medal at the world championships that's what really cements you as like the world's fastest man I guess there's only a handful of people who've ever experienced that but how much does life actually change when that happens? I think life haven't changed for me like as much because I'm
1: very down to earth and I feel like when, when um financial comes you just got to make sure you put it in the right situation cuz sports don't last long. So you got to understand what you're going to do when sports uh go away so it basically what I'm doing is just setting up everything for the future of myself. So buying more land and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the thing, the thing I
2: need to know about the the land purchases. Are we like buying the next field over, or do we have land, plots of land everywhere? Cause I,
1: got, it, it's I got plot of land in Texas. I got a crib in AZ and a crib in uh, Miami. And it's the it's a ranch, right? That you the, the, have the ranch is in Texas, so it's basically 132 acres. It's basically. You know everything is tight right off, so you gotta think like the next (laughs) man. So so the more financial come, is basically you gotta know how to have taxes and stuff, and learn in the process of as you get
2: older too. I just taught Chris about that last year when we did our taxes.
0: (laughs) I uh, I learned a lot about taxes the hard way. Uh, So. (laughs) And then there's animals on, on, on the ranch as well. I guess like, where did this all begin? Just sort of like the financial awareness. Like, yeah, I mean, there's uh, you know stories out there and even like documentaries made about just like for athletes sometimes when sports stops, like it can get ugly and, and down the wrong path. But for you, I guess, what caused that awareness? Well, See,
1: you got to be in a position where other people mess up for you to want to be in that same position later on in, in in sports. You see a lot of people at the top of their career having all the bling, bling, bling. I ain't, I'm ain't. i not that guy. I'm going to do everything to
2: put everything in the right place for the better good of my future.
0: Yeah. I'm I
2: mean, just thinking, like, Chris and I, we bought our watches, but you found a way
0: <laughs> to get someone to
2: buy it for you. Uh, like, we got to get on that level. Um, for you outside of track and field, like, having all of the other stuff that you are interested in, because you, sometimes you ask, I, I, I think my least favorite question when I was an athlete is, like, so what are your other hobbies? And I was like, I didn't know this wasn't enough. I had to have other hobbies, too. But yeah. you have other hobbies. Yeah, track, track
1: is, I'm not track here, so, like, once I get done with trap practice, it's the real world. I am human, so what I'm doing for my future is what I'm, I'm doing is basically doing all the small things and stuff. Like, like I said before, you see all the greats are people that got the gold medals and, and medals and stuff. They don't got nothing to show for it. So I, I'm trying to change the generational for, for the little kids or the kids underneath me that see me doing this stuff. How can I do that? How can I get in a better position?
0: When was that point in your athletic development where you knew, okay, this is a talent that I could then flip into being a job that will, you know, lead to those opportunities? Well, first of all, I didn't go to,
1: uh, I was not thinking about running track. Yeah. Track was the least of my worries. It was, you know, I'm from Texas, so I thought I was going to be a ball player. Then stuff happened, that broke my collarbone, and then I walked on at uh, JC, and then, from the JC, everything just saw falling in place. I'm like, and then my my senior year, I ran 43 seven. That's basically got me to where I'm at today.
0: Yeah, it's just so interesting because like, there's so many people who are running, you know, even high school, college track, and they don't even they're not even aware that there's like a professional circuit to it. Like, did you, was it just through the Olympics and, like, just seeing, oh, following, you know, the likes of Usain Bolt that you made, where it's like, all right, so what do these guys do in the years where there are no Olympics, that awareness of the professional side?
1: I still until my senior year or in my junior. I still ain't know it was a professional side to track and field. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's just like I'm like young and and, and stuff. So I ain't know it was a professional side, and then then obviously my coach said, "Oh, you know, you can make some money and stuff." So it's just like everything just start happening at the right
2: place. How do you explain to? friends or other people that you meet maybe at an airport who mm-hmm. then find out you're a professional runner like what is professional running cuz well people just think
1: it's just olympics but you got to explain to us is other championship in between to give us better championship for olympics then you got the off year and stuff too but a lot of people dumbfounded that don't know the first thing you're going to ask you is do you do the mile the 40 <laughs> meters and then do you do this? Do you do this? And you just tell them what events and stuff you're doing. And obviously, they don't go Google uh, your name and stuff. So.
0: In a way, too, just sort of like for you, to, now that it has become just this big part of your life, you've. I, I see you on Twitter sometimes. Like, you're paying attention to some of these other events, too. Like, you'll freak out over Faith Kip Yegon's world record in the miles. So, like, for, are there particular events and stuff that really wow and amaze you? Like, what are you looking for when you're watching a track?
1: I, I really like long jump, triple jump, and high jump. And addition just started a. Get on me. So I was a jumper in high school, though, too. So it's just like doing small things. And I know I'm capable of doing the same thing they do.
2: <laughs> Is that ever a conversation? I mean, the uh, long jump.
1: It, it never a conversation. I think I'm in the best events in track and field at this
2: moment. Well, I guess that's a, a good segue because, you know, you had a ton of success as a 400-meter runner. Mm-hmm. You have those conversations with the stranger on the street. They ask you your mile time. But they would also, obviously, you know, the 100 being a mm-hmm. premier event. Could you talk me through? I guess the first thought that ever came into your mind of like, you know, I could probably just do the hundred. I don't have to run all the way around.
1: I actually was a two hundred and triple jump and long jump in high school, but the hundred was just like okay. So it's weird for me to not to get around the track in two hundred like nowadays. But my younger days, I was getting around. But it's just like it's just small things and small details that go into all the bigger stuff for the future of these events.
0: The you've even floated it out there. What was it? This? Chase, what <laughs> like, well, just like on twitter like it's just so it's just so funny because it's like i think over time like people have just learned that anything that you've kind of set your mind to you will go as far as you can to accomplish it that confidence where do you draw it from is it the numbers and data you're seeing in practice or are you not even like that big um, of a numbers
1: guy? I, I don't think it's a number it's just a competitor you have 13 kids in the house and 26 of everybody in the house it's just that Competitor nature of me, so I'm a competitor. Like you can't just say, "Oh, I'm gonna whoop your tail," and uh, this. I'm, no, I'm gonna whoop your ass and this. <laughs> so it's, not, it's just the competitive side of me.
0: That's you know, kind of a very interesting kind of thing that I was like. I asked Noah about this, you know, after watching like his documentary because he opens up about you know just a little bit of his upbringing, and it's like you get. I'm sure you you with a million followers on Instagram, mm. you get messages from people all over the world. Mm. And there's people obviously looking for ways to be like, Fred, how do I get faster? Or what do you make of these times or that time? And like, that can be overwhelming. But sometimes the messages that come through are like, Fred, like your story inspires me because you've been able to make it through these circumstances growing up. How do you react to those messages when you see those?
1: So I, I, I react like I would react in anything. It's just like, like, bro, you got to keep on pushing. You can't just stop. Like you gotta understand to believe in yourself because believing in yourself before anyone, that's that's a blessing. So you gotta first and foremost believe in yourself and get your own self out of the situation. You can't say my parents did this, parents did this. You gotta keep on driving the force of yourself
2: you follow other sports closely? I know you, as you're getting into distance mm. running, that's almost like an entirely <laughs> different sport of its yeah, own, but I, I, do you fo- follow? Football, basketball, baseball, you name
1: it. Like the, most of the American sports I follow.
2: I hear you're getting into boxing. Is that true? Like
1: is boxing is just like, you know, boxing is better shaped than track runners. <laughs> so with all the rounds and stuff, the boxing and stuff, do just like another form of conditioning and stuff. And then obviously us athletes swim though too, just another form of conditioning. It's
0: really like
2: the complete athlete all yeah. aspects.
0: Yeah. You've got like a great team around you, but sort of like there's that other side of the sport where it's just like, yeah, okay, now it's it's getting it done on the track, but then it's like, let's push this out. Obviously the business side, the marketing dollars that come with it. Uh, for you, what do you what cues are you looking for also when it's like, all right, like this is how the top star in this sport conducts himself. Mm. So I'm the top star in track. This is how I should conduct myself. Like, what are you looking at with, on that side of things? I don't
1: think I'm looking at that side of things. It's just, like, I am Fred Curley. I do what Fred Curley normally do. So it's just, like, everybody conducts in on their own. Every, like Everybody's not authentic um, with the stuff. So it's just, like, you know who acting out, and you know who's just normal.
0: How many red carpet events have you turned down? Because, like, that's got to be, because that's, like you said, like, that's not you. And so I'm sure, like, there's sometimes it's like, all right, like, let's invite him to the Espies or something like that. And you're just, and they're like, oh, Fred's not coming. And they're like, what do you mean Fred's not coming? But well, like, I,
1: if I get invited to one,
2: I will let you know, but I got invited to zero. Really?
0: <laughs> yes. All right, what's the one you would want to go to? Whoever invited me.
2: All right. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll throw an event yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll do a bank we'll event or something right. um so that is interesting is like especially today there is so much technology and there's the numbers and if you wanted to go into like a wind tunnel and learn some things you know you'd probably have access to do that but it seems like you just go up this one hill <laughs> can you tell like where is that hill does it have a name and it's is it in, just about stripping it down
1: it's in Grenada but it hills all over the place so you can go to hills all over the place it's just my coach like his, his country, so it's just like we just go there and, and train. Is
2: it like people are overcomplicating it, and really it's just about working hard? It's all about working hard, and if you're hardworking, you get better results.
0: I like that you do share that kind of part of your journey when it's like just we get these snippets of just like the behind the scenes. It's you running up that hill or just, you know, strides at, at practice. Like, And it, I feel like this generation of sprinters is doing a good job of pushing that. For you, I guess, do you look at other people's stuff? Or, like, if someone posts, like, here's how my starts and the blocks look like on the day before, like, are you slowing it down or anything, or you're just like, no?
1: No, I just, sometimes I just be out there running. So I really don't be paying attention to people start, you know, Twitter and stuff. You know, if you post something, everybody will just go list it with the stuff.
2: How much time is spent rewatching your own races from like a technical standpoint of like this went well, this could be better, like, or is it just hey, you you were there, you remember how? Nah, zero, zero.
0: So you've watched the hundred final from last year, maybe I, I, a handful of times if someone showed it.
1: No, I just watched Mister ninety seven meters and you know I beat him <laughs> at the end, Marvin Bracy. <laughs>
0: Where, where do you, where do you, so the best part about this is that, like, we've had everyone kind okay. of, a, like, a Track and Field's best Twitter followers, it's it's Marvin, it's Fred. Vernon. And it's Vernon, I think. Like, that's the top three. Where did this start? Like,
1: Like me and Vernon went to the same junior college, and obviously I just started having a relationship with uh, Marvin this past two years, so it's just like... And most of us came from the same situation, so it just clicking, like we can bounce off each other, talking shit to each other, so it's about normal.
0: And I think, like, last year when we did this show in Eugene, we had the chance to sit down with Trey and with with Marvin, and they told the story of the <laughs> night after the hundred final, mm-hmm. the street race that almost happened. I want your sort of side <laughs> of that story.
1: Uh, we was actually going to... Um, to a restaurant across the street, but the restaurant was closed. You know, everything in Oregon. Denny's? I heard everyone was closed. You, you know, everything in Oregon closed at 8 o'clock. So, there was just nothing, no food and stuff left for us that night. So, basically, I'm like, you know me. I said, Marvin said he won his rematch. I said, what rematch? <laughs> so, and then Trayvon was right there. So, we all basically, like, I already was taking on my shoes. I said, we need to go back to the street day, so let <laughs> less racing. And Marvin said, well, you got 200, so we're not racing.
0: Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I wish it happened. Yeah.
2: Mm. I, I, that banter between you guys, you're obviously friends, but I feel like the hundred, the last year or two, there's been a lot of banter, a lot of mm. back and forth, a lot of trash mm. talk. How much of that is, like, coming from, hey, let's, like, make this sport fun or, like, no, I actually really want to beat you? No, nah, that's, some people not real, but some of us is natural with it.
1: Some people, like, you know the people, is the real people that actually talk shit 24-7. You know, some people don't talk shit. So it's just like you know who doing that every, every day. You know, some people just trying to just hop in the conversation
2: you think about it from ever the perspective of fans of like, hey, I think this will get people excited? Like, this will get people talking, so that way when we step out on the track, the stadium is full, lights are on. Like it's, it's cool to have fans, but it's just in my nature to do yeah. <laughs> it. Like,
1: so it's just like, it's different. Like It's cool to have fans, but, uh, but that's just in my nature to talk shit. It's just like, <laughs> that's what I grew up on, so it's just Fred, different. I, <laughs> I will say,
0: my favorite team yeah. of yours this year is... The Announcement of Marcel Jacobs pulling mm. out, and then within a minute of the news <laughs> happening, it's just a laughing emoji from you. And it's like, oh, it's it was perfectly timed, like, this is not a coincidence, it was on purpose.
1: I, I guess, well, well, we know best, <laughs> right. <You're> like, no <laughs> comment, yeah. not nor deny, yeah, you know, over time, y'all see what repeat itself,
0: yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, too, is sort of, like, everyone has wanted to see just sort of the, the rematch between you and him. At this point, sort of, like, so many things have, have changed over the last year. What are, you, what are you looking forward to the most, I guess? Like, as, like is there another person or, or opportunity that you're looking at to you know, race?
1: There's no opportunity. I only got one um, thing on that missing from my trophy case, and that's Olympic gold medal.
2: Is that something that, you know, that race in Tokyo happens and immediately, is it a three-year plan or is it every single day, like, focus on what you're doing? I guess just mindset-wise, how do you, you set you yourself up? you forever got to focus
1: on what you're doing, and, but at, at the end of the day, I know where I lost
2: that silver medal at, and I'm not letting that gold medal slip away from my hands this time. A lot of it is made of, you know, the world championships versus the Olympics. Like, the world championships in many ways is the Olympics minus every other sport. Mm. Does an Olympic year feel significantly different, and do you live your life differently? I've, world championship is
1: cool, uh, but nobody want to miss an Olympic game. Simple as that.
0: In terms of just kind of your preparation for it, like, when does that, so for the Olympic year? That should
1: I, start now. Started already? <laughs> it started now. Yesterday? Yes, started now,
2: so uh, you know obviously this week didn't go perfectly as you planned, mm-hmm. but how do you bounce back from that like what's your mindset? You seem like you're in good spirits yeah. now with if us. I would
1: track it, i would probably be down on myself, but hey, you like Ricky said, the sunrise yeah, and once the sunrise, you get back up and going because hey you live to fight another day
2: so important to have like people in your corner, you know, I guess for you stepping off maybe a little disappointed what's like the best thing that anyone could say or like what's the you just want to nah
1: i want it all yeah like talk shit do whatever because you just i'm just hungry inside i'm back for blood this year
0: is that what the blood emojis are when yeah i'm back
1: for blood
2: that's what that means. all right we know <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, uh, there needs to be a translator for Fred. Like, I think I'm learning and picking up on things every now and then And it's like, uh, you know, Fred Curley's Twitter page You know, I gotta start turning notifications on for <laughs> I, uh,
2: Ricky, your agent, is here with us But like, does he ever send you a text and be like Alright, Fred, I don't know what this one means <laughs> <laughs> can, yeah, I, it, can you at least tell me? Uh, it's just,
1: Fred's just being Fred <laughs> like, Fred's just being Fred <laughs>
0: You know, I think, like, one of the things that with a lot of the top sprinters over the years, the conversation around, you know, chasing Usain Bolt and emulating him has kind of – that's the way the sport turned after Mm -hmm. he retired. It's looking for the next big guy, next big guy. And obviously, like, there's parallels to you and Bolt, you know, just the relationship with Mm -hmm. Ricky and everything that it's like it's setting up for you to – you know, potentially fill those shoes, but it's not something like that you're actively thinking about.
1: Like everybody want to be the the, the the great one, and I for me and foremost, I think I can get up there and and break the uh, record. It's just, but at the end of the day, you gotta stay grounded, and be and let the small things speak for himself.
0: The first thing is, what is it? What's the nine seven bet with with Fred with uh, with Marvin and with?
1: Uh it's the first person underneath uh nine, six. I don't think, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell Bracy and, and Trayvon. They're not on my level. <laughs>
2: yeah, They're not on, they on my level. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said
0: I did not say that, yeah. guys. Yeah. That was Fred. <laughs> uh, of the of your buddies, mm-hmm. Vernon had a great day yesterday. Yes, and and he looked really good. What are your expectations for Vernon? I guess like it was a PB, but he looked like he had more gas left. in the Well,
1: thing. Um, if I was in that race. <laughs> that it would have been a different story, but he said na- some really nice things so far. Yeah. about you. Well, that's good. <laughs> but it's, just, it's just me, he knows it's just me, but um, no. But Vernon, Vernon looked good, and um, I hope he's on that podium. And uh, I want him to win goal, but it's a race, that's why we run the race. And I pray for everybody to stay healthy during that um, competition.
0: He said, he said, You choosing to do the 100 added. One to two years of his career.
1: Oh yeah, because he would definitely would have been retired already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have see, seen his face like on the on like the streets and all that stuff with the billboards. Oh had. yeah, you, like, yeah. Like, no. like had a marker in your no. pocket. Like-
1: no, I, I told him like, damn, by the time they use your picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Vernon, Vernon been working and and I have more power to him tomorrow.
2: How much fun is it being in like the Team USA hotel? We're, we're having a good meet. We got uh, six gold medals already. When our athletes are on the TV and you're cheering with mm. your teammates, see, actually, I think it's different this year. Like we cheering for everybody,
1: but like the it's just the young cats. They just stay in their room and all that <laughs> stuff. So it's just totally different. All the young cast is not, like, evolved for the last couple of years because they just young and they don't actually understand everything. But eventually it's going to all get back together and everything be I feel like, like the old days.
0: For the last year, we've just been sitting on, like, Fred Curley legendary stories. And, like, last year there were a couple. I think Trevor Bassett came on the show and, like, said it was like, you guys are playing dominoes. You uh, don't know how to play
1: dominoes. I don't, <laughs> no. He don't know how to play dominoes. Like, are you the best at it? I'm not the one the best, but I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you got to understand how to play dominoes. It's like you talk trash, all that stuff. You yeah. know, yeah. ba ba <laughs> he, he don't do nothing He's that. Too so, nice. Yeah, it's too nice. you know, I'm probably be nice <laughs> playing dominoes. So. <laughs> uh,
2: y- I know that the four by one is a closely guarded secret every year, but I guess, you know, Team USA Pride on the line. We want to get out there. And for you, what do you see as the four by one? Like how motivated are you to get out there? I'm, I'm very
1: motivated. At the end of the day, we got to get that stick around. That's simple as that. Once we get that stick around, we, can have, we got the fastest people, but it's all about that stick. If we Get that stick around. We'll make history.
2: Things feeling good In Everything. practice And yep. Everything's feel good I kind of love Like the four by one There's I don't think Any event gets more Pre-race Chatter Analysis Discussion It kind of feels like Every other sport The way It's like Well what defense Are they going to use Like who are they who are the starters And it's finally Like the four by one We, yeah. we really break it down In that way
0: well, Especially with like USA Jamaica rivalry Over the years I mean for you as When did you start to Lean into that side of it I mean if, if you as a competitor, it's just you want to beat anyone. It doesn't matter yeah. what country they are.
1: Like, hey, if you don't got USA only across your chest, I want to dog you.
0: That's what I always say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, for uh, looking ahead, mm. what's the rest of the season kind of entail for you? Last year it took a lot out of you at like at the World Championships, and yeah. you shut it down because of you know the was it the quad in yeah. the two hundred. Mm. So this year is like, is there more that you want to accomplish post the championship?
2: So me and my agent are going to sit down and talk, and we're going to discuss to these championships. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that you're, you're busy, obviously, with stuff back at home on the ranch, but also a lot of sponsorship obligations. And uh, uh, something that you were telling us just beforehand, but you had an opportunity. You just signed with Tag Hewitt, mm-hmm. which is really cool then you got to see the factory and everything yeah. we chris and i this is an ongoing theme in our podcast is that we think luxury watches in track and field make sense as a potential market he me to the article
0: when like, he we did yeah about you it. liked yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah
2: so i guess what was it like going to the well, factory well it
1: was definitely different something like it was different so i saw all the history of the um watches and stuff like that and doing something and i saw how they was making them and the small details that as a track runner is going to the same small detail as a watch and stuff. So it was blessing to uh, go experience something like that.
0: Then on top of that, other deal you've got, the uh, the Oakley sunglasses. For you, I guess, like with the what, – what does it take to pick the perfect pair? And, like, what are you looking for for the look on the starting line? Because, like, I, I mean, sunglasses are very complicated. Thing. And you Flip, could not pull box. them off. Yeah. <laughs> I could not pull off the same ones that he could.
1: Well, I've been blessing. I've been blessing to uh, Sanwaoki, so I actually got over thirty plus shades. What? So I just, every day of the month. No, yeah, but but you guys just pick one and go with the look, like from the lifestyle part of it to the competition side side of this um, thing. So you can pick out any any cool one.
2: I guess we might as well keep plugging, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the. I don't think I have seen an athlete sign with a new brand get Mm. the sort of reaction. Because this isn't like, hey, you know, so-and-so, LeBron is going to Miami. Mm. You know, it's not – fans of the sport don't necessarily cheer for brands and teams in the way that other sports do. Mm. But when you signed with Asics, it felt like that sort of reaction was had by the general fan community.
1: Well we the new waves and um been a blessing. So and I've it been a uh, a big step in the future and uh just uh took the leap to uh Sami and it's been a blessing and I'm ready to work.
0: Was the gold spikes your idea?
1: It was my coach ideal. Yeah. So what did you it, think when it when it was presented? I, it, it was cool. It was nice. It's something different and um Aches
2: put all the power in to um bring a spike like that to
1: life.
0: Of all the places,
2: because you did go to, to Japan mm-hmm. as well. Of all the places you've been this year, if you had to buy land on one of the other con- in one of the other countries, where yeah. where are we buying land? It would be in the Middle East. Yeah, you know, there's no taxes over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with a friend. City is moving to <laughs> the Middle East
0: or Delaware. Or yeah. Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, Fred, I mean, like this has been an honor to get the chance to to sit down with you and kick it. I will still take you up on the opportunity to do another podcast in Grenada because I want to run up that hill. <laughs> I, I want you to put me through a clinic. Just you know, I. Wanna, oh, we yeah. I
1: have we have film guy to shoot that hill. It ain't look nice. <laughs> What's that? We have a photographer coming for uh, photography. Of me, it ain't look too nice for him. Hopefully, yeah. it look nice for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a really rough showing at the. <laughs> no, I had a good showing at the Media 800 yesterday. For you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fred. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us, and uh, we're looking forward to a, something special happening in the in the four by one.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks, Fred. Blessings.